Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us, MileHighSports.com. You can reach us, Roller Auctions Twitter feed. At Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman on Wednesday, there's an auction for government computers, police evidence, general surplus, including bicycles, workout equipment, golf clubs, computers, tools, and more. Auction is open right now at RollerAuction.com. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com. Backslash MHS. Time now for the lead. The lead is presented by Smoke and Dave's Barbecue and Brew, Colorado's best barbecue since 2007. Get some tonight in Denver, Longmont, Lions, and Estes Park. While it is not technically the halfway point of the season because there are 27 games to go when the All-Star break hits, people call it the first half of the season. Nuggets going in on a three-game losing streak. Jamal Murray, KCP, didn't play last night against the Kings. Kings coming off back-to-back games. They got into Denver early Wednesday morning at 1.30 a.m. The Nuggets, though, look like the tired team. Well, they did specifically in the second half. half. Yeah, Yeah. no question about it. Yeah, that was a uh, a hopeful start, especially in the first quarter. My God, they looked really good defensively. Uh, Sacramento looked a little leg weary, but man, they got going. Uh, How good is De'Aaron Fox, man? Uh, That dude is a problem, right? Scored twenty. I like him a lot. I like him too. He scored twenty. I, he scored. He scored twenty. He's a player. He scored twenty, and he uh, scored twenty. He didn't score thirty. He didn't score forty like he did the night before. No, he's a really good player. Right, he's a great player. He's an all-star player. He scored twenty. Yeah, but the, but it was a one hundred and two to ninety-eight game. I mean, there wasn't. It, this was the first of the three games that wasn't highly scored. Right. I mean, it wasn't. But I just like his game. And he just... um, The Nuggets, to me, look like a team that they were very happy with their first quarter of play, giving up 16 points, and let's just kind of ride it out from there with a 14-point lead. Right. Jokic was not on his game. And and Aaron Fox, by the way, had 30 last night. Oh, did he have 30? Not not 20. My bad. No, that's okay. Then he was fantastic. Well, no, I'm not... But he was good. He He was good, and... He had eight rebounds and eight assists. Yeah, he's a very good player. Uh, he's just a damn good player. Yeah. So Sabonis is really good, too. And yes, he is. Leads the NBA in triple doubles. Sabonis does. Yes. By the way, can you make the case that he and his dad are the best father-son duo in NBA history? You got the Currys, right? There are other father-son duos. I'm not going to go bowl-bowl and yeah, I mean, bowl. Yeah, I mean, the Malones, Carl, and Moses. They're not. They're not related. Not related oh. But I. But How about Post Malone? Is he? Yeah, I, I, I like He's that. He's the best out of all of them. <laughs> is Mike? Is Michael Malone related? Michael Malone's pickleball game. No. Michael okay. Malone's that'd be pickleball mother, that'd, game is pretty good. That'd be brother no. from another mother. Yeah, for sure. Um. Hmm. <laughs> Pretty late in his career getting to the NBA, but man, yeah, I mean, that's a pretty good dad and son combination. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. So the Nuggets were very good defensively, specifically in the first quarter, Mm -hmm. first half, kind of tailed off after that. 
listen, Aaron Gordon was unbelievably good, right? But the Nuggets didn't have their starting backcourt. If they have their starting backcourt, I'm guessing that Jamal Murray scores at least 10 for them to win. Yeah. And KCP probably is shadowing De'Aaron Fox. Yes. Their chances of winning are exponentially better. better. No, no question. And they still lost by four with a. And, and look, I get. I, I'll give the Kings credit. They came in and did what they needed to do. Well, when, as when the game the, went on, when the cards were stacked against them, they were the ones traveling. Right. They were the ones on the back to back. Yeah. Uh, you know, give them credit where it's due. And they're three and zero against the Nuggets this year. Right. What concerns me, and I don't believe it's a big concern of yours, is a lot of the bench guys got some. Pretty decent minutes. Backcourt guys. Holiday, Reggie Jackson, Christian Brown, Peyton Watson got more playing time. Yeah, Holiday started. Right. Right. This was their opportunity to shine, and offensively, they did not. It has been. And by the way, how tired should a lot of those guys be? I understand that they lift weights and they go to practice and so on and so forth, but they're, they're not going full tilt up and down the court for 30 to 35 minutes a game. You would have liked to have gotten more from the bench last night. You got very little off of the bench. And, of course, you had two bench guys starting last night. Um, but they didn't shoot well collectively. I mean, they were – oh, the, the, the Nuggets didn't shoot well anyway. Right. I mean, you know, they shot under 40% uh, for the game. They're awful from three-point range, uh, 9 of 26. So um, – Yes, if the only if the only question about the Nuggets is their bench, you would like to feel like you know more about it that would give you cause for confidence. Right. Instead, I think it's still a fair question whether it's more concerned than confidence even a few months into the season. Here, what are you more concerned about now that Bruce Brown is gone? Are you more concerned about the youth and the inexperience and the lack of consistency on the bench, or are you more concerned that Michael Porter Jr. still hasn't taken a sizable step as he is routinely taken off the floor in leverage minutes at the end of the game? It was Bruce Brown last year. Now it's Peyton Watson. Peyton Watson is a terrific defensive player. He can score, but he is far from consistent. Do you feel good about 16 points, seven rebounds, one and a half assists? For who? For Michael Porter Jr. a game. Or do you feel like you should be getting more from him? Because what you have pointed out is the thing that you've got to be, that you that you wish wasn't the case. He's not in at key moments late. It's kind of like Shaquille O'Neal. Dominant player, but you don't want him at the line. You don't want him to be fouled. So he's a liability. Shaquille O'Neal was a liability at the end of a game. Mm-hmm. Where do you think they came up with Hackashack? Yeah, sure. But- Great defensive player, but in some ways on the offensive end, he was a liability at the free throw line. And not even kind of, he was. But does Porter Jr.'s numbers balance out? Can you live, if he gives you 16 points and seven rebounds, 
a game. What's his shooting percentage? That's what matters. 47%. It's not bad for a guy that shoots deep. It's not It's not bad. You know how you get it higher? Stop, get, yeah. stop standing around and drive to the hole. It's six foot ten. I'm not sure that he didn't. I'd like to see his breakdown of locations because it felt, it feels to me like he was starting to do that more last year yeah. than he's doing this year. And his numbers are better yeah. this year. Yeah. But you still would like him to be. I don't know, and maybe I'm splitting. How here. do you have three rebounds at six foot ten? Well, it's hard to do. I mean, people complained about Mello that he didn't rebound enough and didn't pass enough, and I understand that. Listen, Carmelo was a selfish player on the floor. Mm-hmm. Carmelo was what six eight, ooh, built like a truck. Yeah, right. With that, how does a guy who's six foot ten have three rebounds? Well. And you know how you get more rebounds? You got at the very least very uh, have a little variance in your game where you play a little bit closer to the hole. And oh, by the way, this is what I find interesting about watching Nuggets basketball. If a guy moves and cuts, Jokic will get you the ball. Yeah. If you're standing, he won't. Generally speaking, the best player on your team is a willing passer. All you have to do is move your feet. Michael Porter Jr. still sees himself as a sniper. That misses the target more often than not. That, well, well, is he under 50%? That is missing the target more. I'm not expecting him to hit 80% no, I mean, of his shots. Because you, because you have to take in consideration from where he's shooting most of his shots. But he stands there. He's an interesting dude. Because on one hand, he still provides numbers. He provides points. He provides rebounds. He's better. He's a, he's a better, yeah, not appreciably, but he's probably as good or a better passer than he's been. But he still does. But you still look at him and think he could give you more. And the fact that he does not. How many points a game do you think this guy? should be scoring per game at his height at with his talent level. How many points a game should he be scoring? I, it would be nice to have him in the 20-point range. Here's his last five games. 19, 11, 27, 12, 13, 15, 13, 20, 5, and 5. Yeah, he kind of Here comes- are his shooting percentages. Comes and goes. 45 45%, 27%, 55%, 40%, 35%, 42%. Yeah, you're going to score a lot of points if you're a volume shooter. Yep. Yeah, he scored 27 against the Lakers. He put up 20 shots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it, it, it is it a problem? I don't know if it's a problem. I think that if they're going to go deep, if they're going to go deep, they found an effective way to manage it last year, but they had Bruce Brown to bail him out because he was an effective score off the bench. Now they don't have that guy. If they're going to make a run, Michael Porter jr. Needs to be going at about 18 to 19 points a game. And he can't be a defensive liability specifically late in the game, because if he's that good offense, if he's that good offensively, 
you need him to be much better defensively because you don't want to take that offense off the floor. There are going to be a lot of close games in the playoffs. Do you really want to take that in a close game, three, four, five-point game, do you really want to take a score off the floor and put in Peyton Watson knowing that you are getting better defense, and I understand that, but you're really playing essentially four on five. It's an interesting quandary. He Peyton Watson is not Bruce Bowen, formerly of the San Antonio Spurs. Spurs. Right. He is not that type of defensive player, at least not yet. Bruce Brown not only could guard multiple positions, he was an excellent defender and would give you clutch points and points. Well, he's not walking through the door. He's busy in Toronto now. I understand that. So it's, we know we know where the Nuggets are weaker on their roster, mm-hmm. and you cannot expect Peyton Watson to make a monumental leap from really his first year to his second year. But you should expect a guy who has been in the league now for five years to make a jump. I understand he played nine games in the 2021-22 season. I get that. But we need to see more improvement from a guy who is a max player, specifically on the defensive end. And a guy like that should have learned by now he needs to move his feet better. Sometimes stats can be deceiving. Look at Russell Wilson. When you look at those seven rebounds a game, you have brought this up. Is the ball falling into his lap or is he crashing the boards? It's a fair question. And yes, I and, and I will agree with you on this much of, of what you're saying. You would like to have a more clearly defined, consistent talent out there. Let's, let's be honest here, okay? This is only Michael Porter Jr.'s third best season. His best season, which he played 61 games, okay? His sophomore season, same amount of minutes as this season. Yeah. Okay? He and, plays a lot of minutes. Okay? 19 points a game. Mm-hmm. This season, 16 points a game. Last season, 17 points a game. In less minutes. This season, 16 points a game. His rebounds are up a little bit. That's fine. His assists are up by as much of a tick as you can get a tick. Mm-hmm. His best season was his second season. His his second best season was last season. This season, his rebounds are up and his points are down. And when you look at his shooting percentage, he shot 54% from the floor. In his second season, this year is 47%. Last year, 49%. This year, 47%. And these are the most minutes that he's ever played. If they're going to make a run... They need him to make up for the lack of offense coming off the bench, and you can't pull him out with four minutes to go because he's a liability defensively. That is hurting the team. But, yeah, but that's a question of... Let's talk about this after the break. Give me a, a, a such a provocative tease where we have people have to come back, including me. Because I might not if it's not provocative. I, well, I mean, can a, can a young dog learn new tricks? Great tease. That's next. Down, you 
gave you everything. Oh, I did not believe that it would end. No, everything came second to the bands. So oh, you're not even speaking to my friends. No, you know all my uncles and my aunts. Oh, 20 candles. Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman, Hurdle. Watch us, mileisports.com. You can reach us. Roller Auctions Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman. On Wednesday, there's an auction for government computers, police evidence, general surplus-like Bicycles, workout equipment, golf clubs, computers, tools, and more. Auction is open at rollerauction.com right now. Get notifications. But upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. In the meantime, if you're looking to have a great time this weekend or any weekend or any day of the week, highly recommend you go to Greenfield's Pool and Sports Bar in Lakewood. A lot of bars, they have one pool table. There, they have an entire pool hall. A lot of bars, they have live music, usually with a cover. No cover at all on Friday and Saturday. That's when they have bands at Greenfield's Pool and Sports Bar. But here's the thing that I love, and there are a lot of things I love about Greenfield's Pool and Sports Bar besides their owner, Chad. I love the fact that they have the best happy hour, and I will say this, on the planet. Yes, on planet Earth, this is the best happy hour. Every single day, including the weekends, that's every day, And here's the happy hour. Three until seven. Two for one on all wine, well, and drafts. Find me a better happy hour, and I would love to know about it. Mm. No one does it. Like Greenfield's Pool and Sports Bar in Lakewood. Time now for The Buzz. The Buzz is presented by High Country Performance 4x4 in Inglewood, Colorado's premier one-stop shop for anything and everything 4x4s and trucks. High Country Performance 4x4, building cool shit since 1980. Go to hcp4x4.com. Five years in, can you teach an old dog new tricks? That's the question. And, I, and I know it feels like we're beating up on Michael Porter don't Jr. Don't mean to. I don't mean to because he's one of the nicest human beings you will ever meet. He's being He's a max player. But it feels like the synapses aren't firing at rapid speed with him. Are he you- has to be more aggressive every game. If this team is going to make a run in the playoffs, knowing the bench isn't quite ready for prime time, they need one of their three max players to play like one. And 16 points a game, I'm sorry, is not going to do it. Yeah, but it's a question of, being more efficient and getting more too. I, I don't necessarily need more points out of MPJ if he's just launching up another five shots a game. I want him to be efficient in what he's doing. I, I can't um, look. I have nothing but the utmost respect for Michael Malone and his staff and the messaging that has been done. And if it's, if it's, he doesn't seem to have a problem with it at this particular point, based on what I've heard. 
and what I, you know, what I'm either listening to or reading. Um, if if he doesn't have a problem with what he's getting out of Michael Malone, he does. Well, you know why? Because a lot of times he's in not crunch time, him in the last four minutes, that th- those are your best players. Yeah, guys who play leverage minutes, those are your best players. Period. I don't care if you're in the starting lineup or not. Mm-hmm. Michael Porter Jr. should be in the starting lineup. Your best players play when you have to win a game. Yeah. Period. Yeah, he's telling us, I guess, just through his actions. But it's incumbent upon them to get more out of him. And because I don't think that that is, that's not the kind of the horse being led to water. I am guessing in your years playing baseball, and you played at the college level, mm-hmm. you played with guys who were incredibly talented, mm-hmm. and your manager could not find the right buttons to push to get this guy to reach his potential. Yeah, that happens. In every sport. Everywhere, all on, the time. On every single team. Mm-hmm. Jeff Bizdelic, Brian Shaw, George Carl could never find the right buttons to push with Carmelo Anthony. Not their fault. Some guys... Guys just lock up their buttons so you can't get anywhere near them. And I'm not saying that's the case with Michael Porter No, I Jr. think Michael is a willing partner in all of this. I, But for whatever reason, his consistency in getting there. And this is a relative thing. He's making the, ki- the type of money that you would like to think you can get more. He's, he's a nice player. Who? Michael Porter Jr. is a nice player. A nice player with a max contract. Yeah, but he's, no, it's not. It's right. not Calvin Booth's fault. Nope. Nope. But you got to feel like he can be a, more of a piece for you, a trustworthy piece. Best case, he's your fourth best player. Mm-hmm. I would agree. And he has so much talent from the neck down. Not to say he's not bright. Because I'm not suggesting that at all. No, I think he is bright. Okay. But with that, Michael Malone has not found a way to get the best out of him. Has with Jokic. Has with Murray. Has with Gordon. Has with Gordon. Yep. Right. Yeah. I mean, he's been magical with those guys. Right. So, yeah, it becomes a real... uh, It becomes... It's a real factor for this team to try to repeat. Aaron Gordon... His game went to a new level a couple of years ago after the playoffs when he said, I have to really find a way to be great. But he didn't say that necessarily about his offense. It was his defense. He knew he needed to be better offensively. I'm not suggesting that Michael Porter Jr. should have a night where he has 20 points and 15 rebounds. I'm not suggesting that at all. But you will get that out of him, not 15 rebounds, you will get 20 points out of him every once in a while. Mm -hmm. You will always get a great defensive effort. That is Aaron Gordon's role. Yep. And then every once in a while, you'll get a big outburst offensively. For Michael Porter Jr., who is an offensive player, you will get that every once in a while, and the defense really doesn't improve. Michael Porter Jr. still sees himself as a guy that can sustain a team offensively instead of understanding, well, and I think he understands this, but totally giving himself 
to the concept of Nikola Jokic. Everything feeds through Nikola Jokic. Mm-hmm. Everything. Jamal Murray is a guy that can sustain a team, but even but he understands everything flows through fifteen. Aaron Gordon got that very early on in the equation. He got it. He understood it. He embraced it. And look at where it's gotten him. So some guys are just, it's a little harder to get them there. Coming up after the break, how much are you embracing paying for the Rockies? 20 bucks a month? Um, 100 bucks for the entire season? With the way they finished the season last year, are you willing to pay $35.40 per win? That's next. Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us, MileEyeSports.com. You can reach us, Roller Auctions Twitter feed, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman. On Wednesday, there's an auction for government computers, police evidence, general surplus, including bicycles, workout equipment, golf clubs, computers, tools, and more. Auction is open right now at RollerAuction.com. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. Time now for What's Trending. What's Trending is presented by Roller Auctions. Get what you want at the price you want. Go to RollerAuction.com slash MHS and they'll send you notifications on their latest auctions. If you want to watch the Rockies this year, a 103 loss team, it's going to cost you. Not a ton, but $19.99 per month and basically 100 bucks for the year. Boy, you want to talk about bad timing for the Rockies. Mm. How, many, how many people are going to do... Seriously, how many people are going to pay 20 bucks a month to watch the Rockies on a tablet or a phone? I guess maybe there's a way you could connect it to your TV, but you've got to be technically savvy enough to do that. And baseball fans are older. They are. I mean, I couldn't do it. I couldn't connect well, it to my well, TV. Sarah, Sarah probably could. Oh, yeah. And she so, does everything in the relationship anyway. Yeah, so could Kate. And any of my kids, all I got, all I have to do is call one of my kids, and it's like, well, you do this, you do this. Yeah, and you but do the that. difference is you wouldn't buy it. No, right, right. Well, okay, you're a Red Sox fan. Would you buy it for nineteen ninety nine a month for the Red Sox? Yeah. Well, yeah, of course I. Yeah, would. Yeah, of course yeah, you would. Sure, Alex, you're from Denver. You're gonna pay nineteen ninety nine a month to watch the Rockies? Not this year. Not this year. Not this year. Okay, let's say for the sake of argument, there were a ninety win team last year. You buying? Yes. Yeah. Aha. Uh-huh. That changes everything, doesn't it? Buy. Time honored. Buy low, sell high. Exactly. 
and they are at a low, and I don't mean buying low. They're trying to sell high when they're as low as they can get. Their over-under is 60 and a half wins. They play 162 games. Do the math. Uh, you got to make a pretty good argument for really locking in with the Rockies. And if the argument is, well, I like the other teams that come in, okay, I'll buy that. There's a lot of people in Denver that do that, that go to watch the other team play. There's a lot of people that go to the ballpark because it's just a dang nice place to go spend an evening or an afternoon. But here's the thing. If you're a fan of the Cubs, Yankees, Red Sox, whoever's on the schedule for Mm -hmm. the Rockies this year, you probably, if you are a big fan, you probably have a subscription on MLB Network anyway to watch your team. Yes. You don't need to buy the Rockies package. No. Because you're watching your team for 162 games a year anyway. It's going to be, uh, I'll be very interested to see what kind of fan base they have. Subscription rate. If I am Dick Monfort, I am putting those numbers under lock and key. Yeah. Seriously. That number is not getting out. You might not want to even know. What What would you consider to be a good number of people buying this subscription? Ooh, hundred thousand, two hundred thousand. Yeah, I was gonna say a minimum of eighty thousand, right? That's a good number. Is it? Is that a good number? I don't know. I don't know either. What do you think realistically, in terms of people buying, would be? I think they'd be lucky to get twenty, thirty thousand. Really? Yeah. What do you think? You might be right. I'm, I I might be too high. You with the way this team is, what are you watching for? Charlie Blackman, no. who had a marginal season, and they decided to give him $13 million? You would have to be a really good fan to understand the need to watch young players developing because that's painstaking. It, it, you, 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 I mean, you're starting the season without Armand Marquez and Antonio Sensatella. And by the way, Daniel Bard's injured. And Daniel Bard won't be at spring training. Yeah. Uh, you you basically have Nolan Jones. You have Nolan Jones, and, Tovar, and Tovar, and who's the center fielder? The Doyle, Doyle. and Doyle McMahon. and Brenton Doyle, yeah. the, who's a Gold Glove winner, but he hit like two hundred three last season. <clears throat> You've got two guys that you're bringing in, Cal Quantrill and uh, Dakota Hudson from Cleveland and St. Louis. So at least you've done some things to kind of shore up your starting pitching. You should be a salesman. Uh, Well, I'm trying to make an argument. I'm not really even trying to sell. I'm trying to talk myself into it. Because as you do that during the break, because as a sportscaster, I will watch the the Rockies anyway. It doesn't make any difference. Well, yeah, I'll have that available to me. By the way, how are you going to run highlights? I don't, on Fox 31. That, I, David, I, I haven't chatted with Dave <laughs> about that, but that's his, he will figure that You're out. You're going to pull that off your phone? No, 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 that's going to work. It's You're going to pull some. highlights off your phone? Well, I'm not. That's not my deal. Oh, my God. That, that's a job I don't envy. No. You're going you're gonna to hook up a B and C cable to your phone. <laughs> what do we have coming up on Just In Case You Missed It? Tiger Woods is teeing it up today at the Genesis Invitational. And the Broncos signed this linebacker who was a restricted free agent to a one-year deal. That's all next on Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle on Mile High Sports. Uh, how, how, how. Uh, how, how, how. Oh, well, yeah. 
because we believe you shouldn't have to choose between a great watch and a fair price. That's why we... Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us, mylifesports.com. You can reach us, Roller Auctions Twitter feed. At Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman, on Wednesday, there's an auction for government computers, police evidence, general surplus, and more. Featuring bicycles, workout equipment, golf clubs, computers, tools, and more. Auction is open right now at RollerAuction.com. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com. Backslash MHS. In the meantime, if you're looking to have a great time this weekend, we talked about this earlier on in the show. You need to head over to Greenfield's Pool and Sports Bar in Lakewood. With that, want to bring in my favorite 49ers fan, although he is disappointed now and probably until the season starts again. My man Chad, the owner of Greenfield's Pool and Sports Bar. How are you? Uh, I'm emotionally scarred, is how I am. Are yeah. you? Well, listen, yeah. I just want to let you know something because this is important. No, 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 you don't. It's not your fault. <laughs> I know. It's not your fault. <laughs> oh, Eric, Eric, Eric. So I, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you. You have seen this movie before in the Super Bowl. Yeah. The 49ers are up by 10. And when they were, were you thinking, I have a bad feeling the trap door is going to open? Let's just say the sequel was worse than the original. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I never got I never got too high. I never got too low until it ended. And then I was very low and came emotionally unhinged. And uh, nobody wants to hear a grown man cry on the radio. So, uh, yeah, it was rough. It was rough. It was a fun weekend. Um, beautiful stadium. Yeah. Please just tell me that you didn't get unhinged, unglued, and you went on tilt at a craps table following. No, I uh, <laughs> I headed back to my room with my brother and didn't do anything until we left the next morning at 10 a.m. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I mean, couldn't I couldn't find the the anything in my soul to go out and do anything that night. I was. The, the highs and the lows of that game of to be winning, to be losing, to be winning, to be tied, to winning, tied, winning, losing, and have a fourth and one. And, yeah, it was just too much for me to to emotionally handle. So I'm, I'm much better talking about it today. Right. And I'm sure I'll get with you at some point and give you the full story. But, yeah, yeah it was it was a rough one. So I am guessing I, I am guessing that if you went to a blackjack table, you would get a four and a seven. You would double down and pull a four. <laughs> <laughs> With the dealers showing yes. an eight. Yes. It, it, I just, I couldn't do it. So yeah. I just, it was, it was a rough day. Well, let's talk about the bands you have this weekend with no cover. What's coming up? Sounds good. We got, uh, we got a great seventies band boogie machine coming to play Friday night. We got a great cover band on Saturday night called night flight. Both shows will start at eight o'clock. And then next weekend we have a great dance band called fat daddy coming. Oh, they're great. Both, both Friday and Saturday night. So yeah. We they're got a great. Great couple of weekends coming up. They are absolutely terrific. Fat Daddy's yeah, one are. of the best bands in town. They are by far. Uh, with, they are. With that, um, a lot of bars have one pool table, usually the one you beat me at. But you have fifteen, <laughs> and you've beaten me at at least ten of them. Um, 
tell me about your leagues and, and how people can go there and, you know, basically play free pool every weekday until five. We do the free pool till five, Monday through Friday. Wednesday, it's free all day. We do five nights a week, every night, except Wednesday and Saturday, we do run a league. Um, if anybody wants information, they can go on the internet, look us up and email me. Um, or they can just come into the bar and ask for me or one of my managers and we can get them any information they need. We take single, single players. You can bring a whole team in. We can get you all the information of what we do on certain nights and play different leagues on different nights. Every, every bar has a happy hour, but they seem to be limited at times. Yours is every day, two for one on all wine, well, and drafts. Why do you do that when everybody else doesn't? Again, I'm always trying to give a value to the customer and to my neighborhood and grow my business. So getting two for one every day of the week, we also do two for one on Tuesday nights and Sunday nights. It's just to draw people in, get them to show them what we do at our bar. This is uh, like, as you always say, there's something for everybody there going on every night. We got music bingo on Tuesdays. We got live trivia tonight where you can win bar cash towards uh, paying your tab. Um, <laughs> there's just always something going on. It's always a fun time in the bar and a great atmosphere. So, one more thing: if you were the 49ers, would you give Brock Purdy a contract extension right now? I would love to give him one. Um, the fact that he led two drives in regulation in fourth quarter to take leads and won in overtime, I think he deserves a little credit. But we can't give him any money right now, according to the NFL rules. So he's going to have to play under that contract next year. So, hmm. how do people find Greenfield's Pool and Sports Bar? Uh, find us on the internet. We are in Lake Corner of Hamden and 285 in Lakewood in the northwest corner. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, GreenfieldsBar.com is how you find us. And, Hopefully we'll see you soon. Okay, one more thing before yeah. we let you go. Here's a piece of advice for you. Yeah. It's not your fault. <laughs> see. You know this now. It's not your fault. I'm gonna I'm gonna put my head back on my pillow and just remember it's not my fault. <laughs> it's not your fault. <laughs> Chad, you, good night, and we'll see each other soon. All right. Sounds good. See you, Have a good show. <laughs> Thanks. Time now for the final word. The final word. Presented by Greenfield's Pool and Sports Bar in Lakewood. Greenfield's has everything under one roof, including the best happy hour in town. Two for one wine, well, and drafts from 3 until 7 p.m. Just in case you missed it, is presented by Argonaut Wine and Liquor. You need to see why Westward named it the best liquor store in Denver. Five years running. Or order online at ArgonautLiquor.com. Okay, just in case you missed it, today at the Genesis Invitational, Tiger Woods is set to make his first start in an official PGA Tour tournament in more than 10 months. Uh, it will be his first competitive rounds since he finished 18th in a 20-man field at the Hero World Challenge in Bahamas back in December. Tiger will play the first and second rounds with good friends Justin Thomas and Gary Woodland. Do you think Tiger will make the cut at the Genesis Invitation? Don't know if he'll make the cut, but he makes it interesting for me. I've always said that any tournament is better with Tiger Woods in it. I don't care how well or poorly he's playing. He's just one of those guys that you make time for to watch to play. There will be at some point a moment that I lock into Tiger Woods this weekend, and that's what I usually do, and, and I don't usually do that with the game of golf anymore. 
If there was a PGA Tour event this weekend, would you rather watch Tiger Woods or his 15-year-old son, yeah, I hear Charlie Woods? Yeah, Charlie is uh, Charlie's going to be special. I don't think there's any question. Man, every time I watch him play, he does something that is like, damn, this mm-hmm. dude. So, yeah, if he can handle the weight of being Tiger Woods' son and all that comes with it, I think you'll be a special guy to follow, and hopefully that uh, that will be the case as years to come. According to the Internet, and I believe everything on the Internet. Yes, you do. You know what Charlie Woods' net worth is right now? Hmm. $5 million. Wow. Good for him. 15 years old, four foot nine, and his net worth is $5 million. Wow. Pretty impressive. That's remarkable. Yes. That was Argonaut Wine and Liquor, just in case you missed it. They always have great specials on wine right now. Wines from Chile and Portugal. Your spot. Yes. 15% off. Head on down to Colfax. Order online. ArgonautLiquor.com. You can order off their app as well. Go check out their wines from Chile and Portugal. 15% off. And coming up on February 24th, they're going to have a wine tasting. They always have great things going on. Obrigada. Argonaut Wine and Liquor. Thank you in Portuguese. Yes. By the way, enjoy your, I don't want to say time away, enjoy your day in which you will be on assignment. Oh, well, yeah, we're going to go see our youngest son. So that's what we're looking forward to that. That'll and, be a lot of fun. And filling in for you tomorrow, Sean Keeler, that's, excellent columnist. That's not filling in. That's getting better. I would agree. Nigel, Alex, great job as always. Enjoy your three-day break from me. At the end of the day, your vacation, truthfully, is my vacation as well. Make it the best possible day you can. Say.